Amen. Praise God. Welcome everyone in Jesus' name. Uh, those joining us on Facebook, the Lord bless you tonight. Amen. Tonight we are here to study the Word of God. Amen. Let us pray. Father, in Jesus' name, we bless you because you are wonderful. Thank you for your power, for your grace, for your anointing, for the good things that you are doing for us, oh God, for your goodness and your mercy in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Sister Audrey, for letting us know what's happening on our Zoom. Amen. Hallelujah. We just want to thank God tonight that he has brought us together to study. In Jesus' name, thank God, thanking God for all the blessings and all the good things. And asking him tonight to open our eyes of our understanding to see what the Lord has for us tonight. Amen. We thank God. So, Ephesians chapter number 3, um, Bible study, uh, from verse number can actually uh, start to read from verse number 14. So for this reason, I bow my knees to the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, from whom the whole world in heaven, the whole family in heaven and earth is named, that he will grant you according to his riches, to the riches of his glory, to be strengthened with might through his spirit in the inner man. And that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. And that you, being rooted and grounded in love, may be able to comprehend with all the saints what is the width and length and depth and height to know the love of Christ which passes knowledge, that you may be filled with all the fullness of God. Amen. So tonight, God is telling us about how we need to understand His love. If you have a cube, a cube is a figure actually with like four sides. They all look equal. Let's have a cube of sugar. You find that it has four sides. That is the thought we are going to have in our mind as we talk about the love of God tonight. Like a cube, amen. The Bible says here in verse number 18 that we may be able to comprehend with all the saints what is it width and, depth and, and length and depth and height of God's love. Amen. When we are rooted and grounded in the love of God, the Bible says it will help us to understand, to accept, to embrace the, 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 the anonymity of the love of God. His breath. Amen. Praise God. The breadth and the and the length and the height of the love of God. 
Glory be to God. Amen. So, I want us to just look again, amen, into the next verse. It says, To know the love of Christ, which passes knowledge, that he may be filled with all the fullness of God. So, God is telling us about his love today, and he's telling us that we should be rooted and grounded in love something that is rooted and grounded is something that does not is not easily moved a tree is rooted and grounded the ground and the roots cooperate they come together to keep that tree in one place stable when the wind blows the wind does not affect the tree because it is rooted and grounded amen those of you on zoom if you can if you can hear me let me just see you wave your hand all right. It is rooted and grounded. That is how, if we really understand the love of God and we really, really have the love of God in us and we really understand what it is, the kind of love that God has for us, nothing will be able to move us. No temptations, no trials, no sickness, no disease, no persecutions. Nothing in this world will be able to move us. This is why Paul says in the book of Romans chapter number 8, he says, I am persuaded that neither height nor depth nor principalities nor powers nor things present nor things to come, amen, shall be able to take us away on the love of God because the love of God is such that it takes a spiritual person to try to describe it. Paul tried to do that. So we are going to go with Paul tonight to see how he tried to talk to us about the love of God. Amen. So he talked about the wit of the of the love of God. He said that you may know, comprehend without the saints, what is the width and length and depth and height. So let's first talk about the, the width of God, of the love of God. See what the Bible says in John chapter 3 and verse 16. John 3 16 says, God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. So loved. In other words, the love of God is so big, is so wide. When you say God so loved the world, we are talking about like the outstretched arms of God. God is able to accommodate 
everybody, the whole of humanity. We talk, we're talking about the love of God. Amen. One way we can really understand the love of God is to think about our own, the way we react to people. No matter how good we are, a time comes that there are certain people that we probably wouldn't accommodate. No matter how liberal we are, no matter how progressive we are, no matter how much we want the whole world to know that we are good, how good we are, and no matter how we try, a time comes that there are certain people that we probably would not accommodate, that we cannot take, we cannot receive, but the hands of God are as fresh. The Bible says God so loved the world. It is for everybody, whether they are black or white or gray or yellow or brown, whether they are rich or poor, known and unknown, civilized, barbarians, no matter who they are, the love of God is such that it receives everybody. That's what the Bible said. God so loved the world. So think about it. Every part of the world, in every island of the sea, everywhere human is found, everywhere human is found, the love of God reaches to them. The love of God reaches to everyone who comes to God. That they are Hallelujah. That they are saved. Amen. That they can be saved. They can receive the mercy of God, the compassion of God, the grace of God, the love of God. Everybody at any time. And anybody who calls upon the name of the Lord receives the mercy of God. That is how wide the hands of God to receive humanity is. He has stretched forth his hand wide. He said, come unto me, all you who labor and are heavy laden. Everyone, come. Come to me. He does not discriminate. He's not tired of receiving. Amen. He keeps receiving for over 2,000 years now, hundreds of thousands of people come to the Lord every year. And God has never turned anybody back. Why? Because his love is so big. He's, he's so wide. His hands are so wide as, you know, just receiving us. Let us know today that when we need something, God is there. Whatever we need, God is willing to listen to us and to give to us and to hear us. Why? Because his love is so wide. Look at how the Bible describes it. 
Look at Psalm number 103 and verse 12. Psalm 103 and verse number 12 says, His love has removed our sins as far as the east is from the west. The east can never meet the west. Amen. Because of it, because one is on this side, the other is on that side. Praise God. The Bible says that is how far God has taken away our sins. And that is how wide the gap is between us and our sins. It is so because of the love of God, the width of the love of God. He separates our sins from us. Some people go and look for their sins though. What God has forgiven, they go and look for it. But what you find is actually not your sin. What you find is just your imagination because God says he has taken away your sins as far as it is from the west. Amen. That is how big, how wide the love of God is. He has created such a distance between us and our sins that if you are to go look for it, you cannot find it. So somebody said, Jesus' love is so wonderful. It's so wide. Amen. So wide you can't get around it. That is how big, how wide it is. Even to understand it. To see that somebody is in jail, God is there with them. It's just marvelous. God's love is wide. Amen. And the Bible talks about the length of God's love. Length. How long is God's love? Paul says that you may know what is the width and the length. So let's think about the length of God's love. When you think about length, you are thinking about time. All the time that you have to live on this earth, God loves you. Think again about the kind of love that the most righteous person will have for anybody on this earth. Maybe they can love you when you were young, or when you were a child. Oh, maybe they can love you to your teenagers. Love you to your, your thirties, your forties. What happens when you get older? Amen. How much love can people give? For how long can they give love? God's love is for, from everlasting to everlasting. From the time you were born to the time you die, Jesus' love never changes. He always there. He says, I will never leave you nor forsake you. He always there to hear us, to answer our prayers, to be patient with us, 
to be helpful in every way that we need him to be. And the love of God follows us to eternity. So, the love of God is an everlasting love. It is a love that never, never, never stops. He never stops loving. So, it's long. Look at the programs of the world. Take, for instance, amen, a program um, like A social program, a social security program. Any part of the world where such a program exists. Imagine that men was going to live for a long time. Let's say we were living, uh, there were people who were living for 150 years to 200 years in our time today. That program couldn't cover you. Amen. This program designed uh, any social uh, security program that is designed to help old people is designed with a certain number of years in mind. But it is okay now. You retire at 60 or 65 or 55. They think that the maximum that you will be enjoying that program the benefit of that program is probably 50 years or 40 years or 45 years or 35 years. So imagine that somebody started to leave or people began to leave for so long, 180 years. That program will run out of money. Amen. And they begin to change the terms. But God's love is forever. If you were to live for a hundred years, God will still love you. He will still wake you up in the morning. Amen. If you were to live, amen, for 90 years, he would do the same. His love never changes. If you were to live like, like Methuselah or like uh, Noah, people who live for a long time will see that God's love was with them. God was still ministering to them even though it took so long. And brothers and sisters, God's love follows us into eternity. Amen. All the insurance programs that we have today, they will tell you that, oh, it is for, uh, it's supposed to last you forever. Actually, they have something in mind because they have a lifespan in mind. But God's love is forever and ever. He says, even when you leave here, I go ahead of you to prepare a place. So it is long in Jesus' name. Let us appreciate, amen, how big the love of God is. It is so wide. It takes in everybody. It's so long. It's forever and ever. Amen. Then let's look at the depth of the love of God. How deep the love of God is. The love of God is so deep that it reaches to the most helpless sinner. Most helpless sinner. 
no matter how deep your sin may be, no matter how bad you have sin. Paul says that I am the chief of sinners. I persecuted the church. I did all kinds of evil. Yet the love of God was able to save me. So whether it's murder, these are things that we cannot understand. When you tell people that a mass murderer can be forgiven by God, it blows people's mind. Some people come after you and say, what kind of God is that? That will forgive a mass murderer. Somebody who has killed so many people. I don't want to follow that God. Because for people, what should happen to that person is revenge. And if we could kill him 20 times, we'll kill him. Because he has killed so many people. That is how big the human love is. That is the extent to which the human, that's how deep the human being love goes. But the love of God is so deep that everyone who calls upon him, he forgives, he hears, he receives. That is how deep the love of God is. Please don't try to understand it. Receive it. Because to understand it sometimes is to say, my God, I don't think that anybody, God cannot love people like that. God's love is so deep. That is why even people who did not even expect us to be, to make it or to be successful with genuine reasons why they think that we will not be successful. Later on, they come to see that we, because of the love of God, have done better than they imagined or they thought could happen. Because of the love of God, we have done better. You have done better than the expectation of so many people that knew you years ago. In their mind, maybe because of the kind of life you lived at that time, you should not be successful. There are people who, when they were young or younger, had done all kinds of things to themselves or with themselves, being in all kinds of places that they shouldn't have been, being with people that they shouldn't have, uh, uh, they, they shouldn't be with, travel to places that they should not even go. Hallelujah. Amen. They have done all kinds of things. And you know, for them, many people think that they will not be, they should not be successful. They will not be successful. They made all kinds of mistakes. But the love of God is so deep that He looks beyond our faults to see our need. Amen. Have you heard somebody say of some people, I hope God punishes him? 
I know you have not said that. Amen. But have you heard anybody say that? But that does not, or that does not actually mean that God will punish them. Just because somebody wished that on somebody. Because the love of God is deep. Amen. We cannot understand it. We can it, it, it our imagination, our brains not able to really, really take it in. That is why we need the spirit of God to understand the love of God. Amen. That's why Paul said it this way in the book of Ephesians chapter number three. Amen. He said that he will grant you according to the riches of his glory to be strengthened with might through his spirit in the inner man that Christ may dwell in your heart through faith that you may be able to comprehend without the saints what is the width and the length and the depth of the love of God. It is deep. The love of God is deep. Amen. He reaches to places that is really surprising. The way he helps people. Think about children who are born to people who didn't want them. Threw them in the cans and they rise up to become great people. You have heard those stories. Amen. God is wonderful. His love. Hallelujah. So no matter how bad people are, people should be made to know. That, I mean, you can tell them that if I was God, I would not forgive you, but God forgives you because he is God. Amen. Because God forgives and receives based on who you are. That person is condemned but based on who God is. He's received, he's accepted, he's loved, he's forgiven in the name of Jesus. Like I said, to preach this kind of message is to tell some people don't come to church anymore because they can't see a God who forgives wicked people. Or should I say people who are more wicked than themselves? <laughs> Amen. Praise God. So, so we're talking about the the, the 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 width of God's love, receiving everybody, the length of God's love following us throughout this world into eternity forever. It's like we are insured forever and ever and ever. No insurance coverage on this earth insures you forever. Amen. When they talk, when they imply that they insure you forever, they're actually saying that until you die. But God's love goes beyond that. There's eternity waiting for you. And God's love is there to make sure that you are taken care of through eternity. Amen? Then we'll talk about the height of God's love. And for this, 
Amen. Um, I would like to look at Psalm number 103. Psalm 103. Amen. And I think um, I'll read verse number 11. Psalm 103. Verse number 11 says, For as the heavens are high above the earth, so great is his mercy toward those who fear him. The love of God is so high. Amen. Or the mercy of God is so high. The Bible describes it, the kind of mercy that God has for us, which how the heavens are higher than the earth is a long, long, it's very high, miles and miles and miles. The Bible says that the mercy of God is like that. It is high. And when God talks about a height like this, He's talking about the quality. Amen. How superior his love and his and his mercy is. You know, us we can have mercy on people. We show them that um, um, we can be kind to them. Of course, when they come again, we may not be able to do that for them. But the mercy of God, the Bible says, it endures forever. Amen. So it talks about the superiority of the mercy of God to any kind of kindness and mercy that we will receive from the kindest person here on earth. And even people who have dedicated themselves to mercy, They are not able to show it because they have limited resources. Who will you go through that? Every time you go to him to ask for something, he has it for you all the time for 20 years, 30 years, 30 years, 50 years. Amen. Even your own parent, after some time, they are they leave you, they're gone. They go to heaven. You are not able to go to them anymore. But God's mercy is superior. It is high. It is different. The quality is of higher quality. That every time you need something, He is there. When you are younger, you cannot help yourself. God is there. When you are older, you cannot help yourself. God is there. When father and mother leave you, Jesus is there. When brother and sister leave you, Jesus is there. The Bible says that he is a husband to the widower. Amen. A friend of the friendless. Think about the mercy of God. How big, how, how superior. Amen. The Bible says, as the heavens are higher than the above the earth, so great is his mercy towards those who fear him. It's great mercy. And tonight, I want you to know that no matter what the situation is, 
that God cares for you, that God is on your side, that God loves you, turn to him. If you have turned away from everybody or if everybody has turned away from you, if you think everybody has turned away from you or you have turned away from everybody, now let your direction, let your face be towards God. Let, God. let God's love and mercy now be what embraces your what you embrace in Jesus' name. His love is wide. It receives you. His long is forever and ever. He's never tired of you in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. It is deeper. Oh, glory be to God. No matter how hard, how bad you have gone, God's love reaches and is so high. It is superior. It is superior. The Bible says, Amen. His thoughts and his ways are higher than our ways. They are superior to our thoughts, our ways. He is a God of great love. Amen. I want to thank God for you tonight. Just remember these four points. Amen. And I want you to go back and read our scripture again. Amen. The four sides of the love of God. Wide is long. It is deep, deep, so deep. Can't understand it. And it is high. It is superior love. High quality. Great love. Amen. I want us to pray tonight. If you wish to give your life to Christ tonight, I want you to ask God to come into your heart. The love of God says, as long as you see the breath of life, there's hope for you. Oh, you rejected the gospel last year. Now, today is your day. This is the time for you to say, Lord, I come to you. I, for, I ask you to forgive me my sins. In the name of Jesus. Say with me. Say, dear God, in the name of Jesus, I come to you tonight. I ask that you come into my life. I ask that you forgive me all of my sins. In the name of Jesus, I receive you as my Lord and my Savior. Thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. And every other person, amen, I want you to know today that no matter what your needs are, bring it to God. Bring it to God. Don't be discouraged. Bring it to God. God is a God who truly loves you with a big love. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. We want to thank God tonight. Amen, in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you, Lord.